Welcome into this Five Clubs conversation, little condensed version of a preview of 2022. And today we'll focus on the PGA Tour and really the men's global tour because uh, what is new this year is a co-sanctioned event. I'm going to get to that in a moment. But, but I think there's several interesting things for us to look forward to when it comes to this year. Uh, let's start with the four major championship venues. Obviously, Augusta National will, will lift the lid. But even before that, I include the players because it's the strongest field uh, in men's golf. I, I think it, it's the most provocative golf course. It doesn't lend itself uh, to playing favorites. Every style, every player, uh, even players that have won don't necessarily have a great record there. Uh, and I think going back there to start the major championship season uh, is great in the month of March. Augusta National, to me, it's all about, you know, how the golf course is going to play. Is it going to be firm? Is it going to be fast? Uh, that first full week in April, if it's soft, I think it really shrinks the field. Uh, if it's firm and fast, I think golfers, and we have seen it in years where it's been fiery, that even a guy like Bernhard Langer, uh, who's, you know, over the age of 60. Now, he didn't do it when he was over 60, but he, he was in the top 10 late in his 50s. So that all depends on, on setup and conditions that particular week. I think what's interesting about the next two major championships uh, is where they're going. And Southern Hills is under the restoration, and they have done a restoration. I was actually there when they reopened the golf course in June of 2018. 18 and that was with Gil Hans. Gil did the restoration. I think having the event in the month of May is going to be much, much better. It's not going to be oppressively hot like the PGA was always when they would have it in Tulsa in the month of August. And I think the players are going to like the work that he has done there. Then when it comes to the U.S. Open, they're going back to a place that other than the U.S. Amateur that Matt Fitzpatrick won about 10 years ago, nobody's really seen the country club at Brookline. And Gil Hans also did the restoration there, removed a lot of trees. There's a lot of great dramatic rock outcroppings that you didn't see in the 99 Ryder Cup that you're going to see visually if you're not only there on the property that week, but also if you just watch uh, the tournament on Golf Channel and NBC. Uh, and I think that that's going to show exceptionally well to go back to one of the historic places, one of the most significant events that happened uh, in the history of golf in 1913 when Francis, we met, won the U.S. Open. And then finally, the 150th edition of the Open Championship. Obviously, having to wait a year was supposed to be at the old course, but because they canceled the Open Championship two years ago, uh, it's this year. And I think the story is going to be what is scoring, because if, if the wind lays down, we may see record scoring like we've never seen before, and there are going to be cries as to whether the old course might be obsolete. I don't think it's ever going to be obsolete. I don't think the RNA is sensitive uh, to, to what the scoring is. It's what it's going to be. I hope it blows. Uh, but considering that, you know, when you go back to 2015, 14 under par got in a playoff, uh, that, that playoff that saw Louis Ustase and Marsh, Mark Leishman and the eventual winner, Zach Johnson. There's nothing like an open championship at the old course. So those are the four major championship venues. I think the reduction in World Golf Championships is actually going to work out well. There's only one this year, uh, and that is the match play. So I think what that means is that, you know, players that actually took off World Golf Championships, maybe they're going to pick up an event or two, uh, and that remains to be seen. We've got an event in Mexico 
I think what, what is also interesting at the end of the year or end of the season is the fact that the three playoff events are going to be in the state of Delaware. They're going to be in Memphis, Tennessee, and then the, 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 the end of the season event, the Tour Championship at Eastlake, which has always been the case. I think what will be interesting is I think the crowds will be great at Delaware and remains to be seen how the players uh, respond to that golf course. They've had major championships on the LPGA side there, but it really there are a lot of fans that have never seen that golf course before. And of course, uh, FedEx and their commitment to the game. They lose a World Golf Championship, but they pick up uh, they they pick up their own playoff event. And everybody's familiar with TPC Southwind. Of course, it's it's a President's Cup year. I'm sitting in in Charlotte, which is my home again, and the home of five clubs here. But we're going to have the President's Cup at Quail Hollow, which hosted and has always hosted the Wells Fargo Championship. The Wells Fargo is going to go up to uh, TPC Avalon, uh, up there outside of the nation's capital. And that underwent a huge restoration a couple of years ago. Uh, so the Wells will be up there in the month of May. And I think the President's Cup, which has been very competitive, the problem has been the international side has just been unable to win the, the event. I think they have a very good chance, just like they, they did at Royal Melbourne. If you look at the emergence of South Africa and all the very good players that are coming out of there now, you still have really good strength from Australia you can expect to see Adam Scott still represent the international side. Mark Leishman, Cameron Smith has become a world-class player, not to mention De Hideki Matsuyama, uh, Sunjay M, and then Abraham Anzer, who broke through, who's from Mexico. I, I really think that the international side is in really good shape going forward. In that event, they've already oversold from a corporate hospitality standpoint. That will be a huge audience uh, Charlotte has always done a great job of supporting the PGA Tour. I think the latter part of September, they will crush it. Uh, and, of course, all the players are going to be there. I think what will be interesting is I think Tiger's going to be involved. I don't think he's going to be on the team, but I think he will be one of Davis Love's uh, vice captains. So Tiger being there that week is going to be newsworthy. And the fact that he'll be walking the fairways of Quail Hollow, I think, is a big, big deal. Um, and I think, you know, when you look at the individuals to start the year, you look at John Rahm, who had a, a fabulous year. Most people thought he was the player of the year, but he didn't have the, the win rate for all intents and purposes. He won Memorial. I think he will continue to be a, a, as good as anybody in the game. I do not think he's going to end the year world number one. I think Dustin Johnson's going to have the kind of year that we're accustomed to seeing him having. And I also think that it's reasonable to think that somebody might complete the career Grand Slam this year, and you're thinking, well, who's capable of doing that? Well, when you, when you look around, Roy McIlroy can do it if he wins the Masters. Phil Mickelson, unlikely that he would win the U.S. Open, but he can do it. I'm putting Jordan Spieth as having a very good chance at Southern Hills to complete the career Grand Slam uh, and to win the PGA Championship in the month of May. Now, a couple guys who I think are going to go next level – very quickly, Sam Burns, he's right there in the top 10 right now. I think he's going to win a big event. Uh, and I think that that, whether it's the Memorial, I think he's going to be on the U.S. side of the President's Cup team. I think he goes next level. I think Jason Kokrak, I think he's a guy who's starting to win on a regular basis. I think he will as well. 
But I think that, you know, when you look at who's going to break through and win a major championship, I think this will be the year that Xander Shoffley, he won the gold medal last year. I think he's going to win a major. I'm not going to say which one quite yet because it depends on form, but I think he's going to go to the next level by winning a major championship. So those are some thoughts, some broader thoughts about where we are this year. And I also think what's going to be interesting is, can Colin Morikawa continue to ascend and will we see maybe Victor Hovland and Matt Wolf, who Matt seems to be in a better place emotionally uh, and mentally? Could he have the kind of year? I don't think anyone's going to have the kind of year that, that Colin had last year by winning a major in a World Golf Championship. But I think that those two guys are going to get closer to him in the world rankings so that we're going to look at those three guys turning pro at the same time and maybe having the type of careers that are going to run neck and neck. Now, Hovland and Wolf have a lot of catching up to do because Colin has already won a World Golf Championship in two majors, and he's only been out there for like 10 minutes. So I, I think that that will be interesting as well. Look, every week here on Five Clubs, we're going to be talking about everything topical, uh, and certainly lending opinion to what's going on in the game of golf. But we're also going to try to bring you the most important voices in the game at every level. People who govern the game, people who play the game, people who are simply just advocates for the game. And I think it's a, a great way to start the year by Jack Nicholas being the first voice you heard when it, fi when it comes to the five clubs conversation. But one other reminder, it's not going to be just me this year. Uh, stay tuned because we're going to get bigger, we're going to get broader, and we're going to be giving perspectives coming from all different parts, even from people who are known outside of the game of golf. So stay tuned for all of that. We'll see you next time on the Five Clubs Conversation.